You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. A safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rum, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? I appreciated that you were combing the Fu Manchu. I'm still mad that you shaved <laughs> the beard. It's going to be a thing, you know? This little part right here, it's got to get combed you know, the, the Gets a little knotted. The beard hid, you, hid you, the fact that you have no jawline anymore. Now you just look like a giant thumb. I know. Listen, listen. It's coming back. I'm going for my Hulk Hogan look. <laughs> Just give it a little bit of time. I might I might go beach blonde with this when I grow a little stubble. It'll be dope. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, brother. Please please bleach your mustache. You know, <laughs> if you're going to do that, you got to get like the dirty scruff underneath like the NWO Holly, what, Hollywood yeah, Hulk. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Hollywood Hogan. I'll just put Hollywood right here <laughs> on my uh it'd be perfect. Call you Hollywood Rome. Fuck yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Christmas right around the corner. Football right around the corner. Hopefully you guys made it in your fantasy playoffs. If you didn't and you're listening, we appreciate you hanging out with us. It's still fun. It's still fun to compete. You know, why not? What the fuck else are you going to do? Hang out with your family? <laughs> Play fantasy football to the end. To the very yeah. end. Uh, for tonight's show, we're going to break down your Thursday night matchup and your AFC Games of week 15. Got some news and noise. I don't know. I don't got much else. I guess we'll just go right into it. Uh, right off the bat, DeAndre Hopkins getting a second opinion on his leg. I think I read it was a knee injury, but it's looking like he might miss the rest of the season. And that is very depressing. Um, I like DeAndre Hopkins, man. That sucks. It's really disappointing to hear. I mean, be healthier. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're younger. One or the other. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. D- Hopkins slightly getting up there in age. If he did some He's major what, damage. now? Something like that. Done some major damage to that knee. This could be that tipping point of your career where you're not as dominant. Is it AJ Green season now over there in uh, in Arizona? All I'm saying is I picked him up. There you go. Uh, tight end Logan Thomas does in fact have a torn ACL. The team initially feared it. Thomas is expected to go to surgery this week, but he should be able to return in time for the 2022 season. Daniel Jones, quarterback for the New York Giants, has not been cleared for contact with that neck injury. So it looks like it might be Mike Glennon again. So uh, gross. Ron, <laughs> Ron Rivera says the team feels pretty good about Terry McLaurin's concussion situation. Uh, J.D. McKissick returned to practice today. So he might be ready to go. So that's exciting. Yeah, except for the what they should talk about. Yeah, he's good. He's, con- he's clearing concussion protocol. But can he fucking clear being a good player again protocol? Because fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, I, I actually I hate it because in one of our leagues, I have Terry McLaurin, and I can't play him. 
He's gonna have to sit on the top. Like, bro, it's bullshit with him. I don't, I don't get it. He had like one good game this entire season, and like a couple just average games. Everything else has mm-hmm. just been like, oh, you're still a thing. Uh, so basically, the Cleveland Browns have herpes all up in that locker room, all the way up from Kevin Stefanski, all the way down to Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper. Yeah, is this is this gonna be the game? That the NFL forces them to forfeit? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think they have enough players. They probably have enough players. Depends how many more people test positive. It's on Saturday, too, though. Mm-hmm. So, it's one less day that they have. I mean, they may flex it back into Sunday. Come on, Nick Chubb. This is true. <laughs> but I also, I mean, listen, there's plenty of movies about it. Go watch The Replacements. Go get some dudes out there. Have them play real fucking players. Let's see how that shit goes. Joe Flacco. All day. Shane Falco. Shane Falco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, Joe Flacco, same Shane different. Falco, same fucking guy. You know what? The Replacements that was is... a documentary about him. <laughs> the Replacements is one of those... It's it's so bad, but it's a good movie at the same time. How dare you? It's so good. I love that movie. You know what movie's really good? Have I... you guys heard that they're making a new football movie? Yeah, Sean Payton called... movie. Fuck yeah. Sean Payton, yeah. Dude. About him coaching uh, when he was suspended. It, isn't it Kevin it James, funny. though? That's Yeah, Kevin, yeah. J- Kevin James is playing him. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has COVID herpes. So that sucks. He's doing really Obviously, co- he's been hanging out with Browns. Yeah, he's really, yeah, couldn't get away from it. Yeah. It's crazy because didn't somebody, Higby just had that. He had the false o- positive. Odell. Yeah. Oh, H- Higby's was a false positive? Mm-hmm. But, like, are they running the risk of, like, players like Cup missing this week? Because if Cup tests positive later in the week, Ooh. he's going to have less time to come back. Well, Daryl Henderson Something also has the COVID herpes. Yeah, and you can't tell me that Odell and Cooper Cup haven't been close together Dude, in a huddle together. And Odell likes getting shit on his chest, you know, and, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how the COVID herpes spreads, through the poop. Maybe. Arizona Cardinals running back, James Conner, got an MRI on his ankle. It kind of happened right when we were wrapping up the show uh, last episode, but James Conner was kind of wriggling in pain at the end of the game, so uh, bummer. Yeah, I I don't wish ill upon anybody, but I wish ill upon James Conner just because I need Chase Edmonds in the playoffs. Fair enough. Uh, Quarterback Taylor Heineke will start this Sunday against the Eagles. So yay, I guess. Buccaneers' Giovanni Bernard has been placed on IR. Not that that was big news, but to me that's more of like a Leonard Fournette uh, Rojo kind of thing because Gio was kind of. I was going to say definitely Rojo. Yeah. I mean, Bernard wasn't getting a lot of work, but. Yeah, but now he might. Yeah, a little more. We'll see. Chargers activated Keenan Allen off the COVID herpes list, so he he's clear for ready to rock and roll. Nick Sirianni said Jalen Hurts has a uh, high ankle sprain, so they'll have to monitor that. And Miles Sanders is trending upwards to playing, thus ruining my playoff fantasy hopes. Because I have every Eagles running back except for Miles Sanders. David Coley said David Johnson and Royce Freeman will be the running backs against the Jaguars with Rex Freeman sidelined with a hip injury. So gross. (laughs) Dude, I have to play David Johnson, and that makes me so sad. 
Yeah, I know. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, j- whichever Harbaugh coaches Baltimore, I don't know if it's Jim or John, James, Jimothy. Jimothy Harbaugh says Lamar Jackson won't practice today. Said he's remaining day-to-day, so keep an eye on that. Darren Waller didn't practice again today. I mean, a lot of vets don't practice, but to me this is a little more concerning because they have a game on, was it Saturday? And if Waller didn't return. Yeah. It's weird, too, because it's supposed to be like an IT injury, and he should have been back already. Yeah. Like, based off that injury in the past from other players. So there's there might be something else going on there. Well, they say he also hurt his knee and his back. But I'm I'm more just worried about Darren Waller because if he didn't even get it, at least in the if he doesn't get a limited practice in, I don't think he plays on Saturday. Now, granted, he's not the kind of player that needs practice reps to play, but I but since he missed last week with injury, if he can't even get in a small practice, I'm I'm a little concerned about that. But it's all good. Leave him out. Let let Hunter Renfro fucking shine. I, I'm okay with that. I agree with that message. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Was in full participant practice today. Tony Pollard did not practice, so the old glass foot. That's that sounds awful to me. You're <laughs> uh, gonna make it stick, glass foot. T.J. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift didn't practice today as well for Detroit. So it looks like it could be another week without them. That's all I have for news. I'm sure there's more, but just everything else is just like COVID herpes and a lot of repeat things. So. I miss anything? I think we're good. Cool. I have the kind of random, but I have two fun facts for you guys right here. So from 2010 to 2020, so over 10 years, there have been 52 wide receivers drafted in the sixth round. Antonio Brown was one of them, and only one other receiver uh, started for more than one season, and that was Quincy Anunua. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Wait, so these are first round receivers? Sixth, you sixth. said? No, yeah. sixth, sixth round. round. Okay, that I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That makes and, a whole. And lot then more this sense. one, this one, I just found kind of hilarious. Cooper Cup has more receiving yards at one thousand four hundred and eighty nine than every wide receiver on the Eagles combined, which is at one thousand four hundred and sixty six. <laughs> what? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Really? Yeah. Like, is the Eagles the worst passing offense? Then there's got they had a game. Like they, <laughs> just I don't. Jalen Hurts sucks. No, I, I agree. I just, he can run like a man, like a madman. Yeah. Like the Bears don't have less passing yards than that, or to or under that same Cooper Cup number. I, I, I'm just wondering if there's more than one team. You know. I don't know. I, I, I just know. I just found that was an interesting stat. It made me laugh when uh, when I saw that. I was like, oh. That's uh, yeah, I agree. But I mean, if you, if you look at Jalen Hurts, he has a lot of games with only 100 passing yards in it. God, that makes me sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go Cooper Cup. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to talk about some football? Yes, sir. All right. So first off, we got our Thursday night football game: nine and four Chiefs taking on the eight and five. L.A. Chargers, Kansas City's favorite at minus three, over under at 52. So this game should be a lot of fun. Operative word should be, because when they played in week three, actually week three wasn't a bad game for them. Patrick Mahomes, you know, top five play. I mean, 
My thing with Mahomes, man, is he's just been kind of lacking a little uh, this whole season. But I have a feeling this is going to be an insane Mahomes game just because Justin Herbert's been lighting it up lately. That I wonder if uh, old Patty's going to be like, Andy Reid, let me fling that thing around. Show this guy. But I think you might be onto something there. But yeah, you know, you play you play Mahomes, you play Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Tyree Kill, Kelsey. Um, my question is Daryl Williams, who's still been very much involved with this offense. Um, we all have him ranked in kind of like that mid RB two, RB three kind of thing. I'm a little bit lower on him than you guys. You guys have him straight up as an RB two. Um, do you still think like I mean? His lack of involvement, but he's just been super productive. Is this just something you think kind of continues on with him? Uh huh. Yeah, I think it does. I think Clyde. I, yeah, I think Clyde. You know, you put that that tweet out, and yeah, he got an end zone twice. What was his yards total though? He really didn't kill it when it came to yards. So I feel like Daryl Williams definitely has some third down merit. He'll make some catches. I think he can. He'll bring a lot to the table. Yeah, and for me, I, I put him at 26, so he's right outside RB2. But part of it is just a high-powered offense, right? If you got a high-powered offense and you're the backup running back, you could still get pretty good production. I'd rather have a Daryl Williams on Kansas City than Duke Johnson. You know what I mean? Or a player like that's a running back on a shitty team a Jets running back per se would you rather have Daryl Williams or any of the Philadelphia running backs Williams when you say any of the other are you talking about any other than Sanders well yeah right. healthy Sanders I'd st- Sanders technically because I'd take I, I Sanders meant, for I, sure but I meant all the other, other ones the other guys yeah. I'm going Williams I, all day. Sanders is the only one I'd have over Williams as well. Yeah, that was uh-huh. a dumb question. That was stupid. Why would you even let me ask that? All right, other side I of the ball. <laughs> Chargers. Justin Herbert, beautiful man, beautiful hair, beautiful passer. Go get it, boys. Austin Eckler. I'm a, I'm a little concerned with Austin Eckler. I'm a little banged up. And over the last few weeks, I his workload has gone down quite a bit you know you're seeing a lot of Justin Jackson out there and a little mixture of Joshua Kelly I mean Eckler's just been very valuable still just because he's scoring but his PPR usage last week only two catches what saved the day was he had a a rushing touchdown Um, we all have him in the top 10 because Eckler's amazing and you know he has the ability to score four touchdowns in a game but I'm just a little concerned I think Justin Jackson's worth picking up, especially with the short week. Um, if anything were to happen to Eckler, and please don't Eckler. I think this is smart. I think it's smart on their part because, like, and I think Eckler will get a big game because they they need to win this game and they could be tied for first place in the division. And then they play Houston, Denver, Las Vegas. They could win out and they could potentially win the division. I think they've been keeping him his usage down just to make sure he can, you know, play these last few games and be healthy if they make it to the playoffs. Now for fantasy, it doesn't help if they keep his usage down these next three weeks, but if they start bringing him back in there, cause they want to, especially if they win this game on Thursday and they want to kind of 
win out and use him more to win out, like that's I think that's a good idea. And plus, even though his usage has gone down, he's still been scoring ten points. So yeah, he's still the running back too on the year, so you can't really argue with that. Um, Keenan Allen, you know, he, he sh- in theory should be in for a good game. I just I don't I, I'm not entirely sure if Keenan had COVID herpes or just was close contact, but. I mean, when they played Kansas City, he went eight for fifty with a touchdown. You know, I mean, it's just he's Justin Herbert's favorite guy. So I, I love Keenan Allen this week. Uh, Mike will, you know, I don't know. The talent's there. I just I, I hope he has a big game. I mean, he absolutely torched him when he played them seven for one twenty two and two touchdowns. So I mean, it could very well happen. Um, yeah. Jared Cook, maybe. Mm, maybe. I'm kind of concerned. I ranked these players pretty high. But what I'm thinking about, I'm kind of, I'm not like concerned where I'm not going to start them, like Herbert, Eckler, Williams, and Allen. I'll start all those guys. But Kansas City's defense lately has been pretty dominant. So when we look at like our spreadsheet, for example, it says like, you know, they, they allow, you know, 17.2 to the receivers and their 18th most favorable matchup like that's that's kind of skewed because how bad they were at the beginning of the season and how good they are now yeah i mean you're not wrong um was it the last two three games in a row kansas city's only allowed nine points each game um they haven't allowed the last like quote-unquote bad defensive game they had was week seven where they allowed 27 points but over the flat man, they gave up 17, 7, 14, 9, 9, and 9. So, but they allowed 30 against the Chargers. So, you know, who knows? I was gonna say they, they've been playing some favorable matchups too. They played Denver, the the Las Vegas Shambles, and da- Dallas isn't favorable, but they only let Dallas barely score against them. But then they played Vegas again. That's the last five games they played. It's because Dallas is so, bad now. They're a defensive team for some reason. Yeah. But we'll see. I think I think that, like I said, I'm not too concerned to still start these guys. But it's, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we've been saying it all year. Chargers and Chiefs, another two teams that are easy to, to – you start them. You play your guys. I mean, that's it. All right, moving on. We got a Saturday game. Las Vegas Raiders taking on – six and seven Raiders taking on the seven and six Cleveland Herpes. Las Vegas favorite at minus one and a half, over under 38 and a half. I'm assuming that game line is going to change here with basically everybody in Cleveland not going to be able to play. But, uh, um, you know, Josh Jacobs, I don't know. It's kind of tough to, I mean, when he, when he, like when Las Vegas actually utilizes him in the running game, they win. But, it's it's heartbreaking to see because he has these games where you know twenty two carries for eighty seven yards and a touchdown, but then last week nine for twenty four. But what saved you was that he went five for forty six in uh, in receptions. But it's just I don't know. Cleveland has a decent running defense. Um, I don't know. You play Josh Jacobs, I guess. I like I, I yeah you play him anyways. I do like him more if Waller's out because he seems to be more involved in passing game when Waller is out. So that's something to keep in mind too. We all love Hunter Renfro. Yes, <laughs> dude, Hunter Renfro, man, he he he's like that. You know he he's a 
if he was more productive all year, he could you could argue him as like I mean, other than Cordero Patterson's going to be waiver wire pickup of the year, but a close runner up would have been Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. But you play Renfro, Foster Moreau. I'm not that interested in him if Waller's out. If Waller's in, Foster Moreau will never be touching a roster ever again. But um, correct. If Waller's back, you play Waller. But keep an I just I really don't think he plays. Um, but no, we'll see. It's a Saturday game, so definitely, definitely keep an eye on that. Other side of the ball, Nick Chubb. Please be good this week. I need you. I need you so bad. We need you. <laughs> yeah, Rome, Rome and I on our fantasy team. We need you. We need you, Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt. Um, I didn't rank him because I don't think he plays this week. Um, you guys did, but I don't know. He, I don't know. I, I just don't think he plays. They're saying it might be another week, which I, I need to. You know, one week at a time. So come on, <laughs> come on, Chubb. Um, let's see. Jarvis Landry, he's probably not playing because of the COVID herpes. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, no. I mean, especially with no Baker, I don't really want anybody on Cleveland outside of Nick Chubb. Like, because even Hooper... Well, we have, to, we have to monitor this, too. Like, even if you have any of these players, like, you might want to get a contingency plan in place because with how, how much COVID they have, it's potential that some of these other players go out even like Friday tomorrow and Friday. Mm-hmm. And then you're like last minute pivoting, like pivot now, have it in place and be ready to not. Cause like, I mean, like if Nick Chubb goes out Thursday or Friday, you know, like, like for example, for you guys, you should have a pivot plan in place. I don't, I can't. Well, there's no running back. It's running, it's running back. There's, running backs, there's, there's no, nobody left. There's no but, running backs in that goddamn league, but, but just the, just the, to think about, you know, um, it's something that you should be monitoring closely. I think Nick Chubb gets 32 carries for 338 yards and six touchdowns. So heard it here first. Yeah. Being, Fuck I, yeah. And, I, and I'm just being modest, you know, it could, it could be bigger than that, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, def, but, but as fish says, definitely, definitely monitor this game because who, I don't even know who's going to play for Cleveland at this point in time. Dude, not, they might roll out with no tight ends. Yeah, there's, yeah, and there's a chance that Cleveland doesn't even know who they're rolling out come Saturday. So um, keep keep your eyes and and like Fish said, ha- have a contingency plan. Like like if Chubb can't go, you know, I got to play fucking like Boston Scott, and that that just hurts me so bad. Hurts Roman I so bad. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please play Nick Chubb. All right, moving on. Your other Saturday game, nine and four Patriots taking on the seven and six Colts. Colts are actually favored at minus two over under 45 and a half. I actually think the Patriots win this game. Patriots have been so goddamn good lately that I don't know. I I just, I think they win. But um, with that being said, the running backfield is a little screwy. Looks like it's going to be the Stevenson Bolden show. Maybe some JJ Taylor. Um, I'm not that interested in any of those running backs. I mean, if you have to play somebody, I guess it's Stevenson. But lower your expectations because Colts are actually they Colts have been a very good defense the last few weeks too. So, and uh, coming off the bye, I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For, for New England, I mean, I like Jacoby Myers. And I actually, I think Hunter Henry might get back into that tight end touchdown dependent thing. I, I think you can play Hunter Henry, but I'm not really interested in anyone He's going to catch two touchdowns. Jacoby Meyer, two touchdowns. I need that. No, 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 no. Hunter Henry. We, Hunter Henry will score two touchdowns. We, bro, we need Jacoby Meyer to score two touchdowns. Listen, I hate to tell you this. Jacoby Meyer sucks wieners in hell. <laughs> okay. What did he ever do to you? Lots of things. <laughs> Existed, for one. Took yeah. touchdowns away from Hunter Henry. One, I believe, in his whole career. Give it back. Fair enough. Other side of the ball, Jonathan Taylor. Despite the tough matchup against New England, they are the fourth firmest defensive dicks against the running back, but Jonathan Taylor's an absolute monster. He's the Cooper Cup of running backs. He's unstoppable. I mean, he he might not have you, you know Jonathan Taylor, he's gonna he'll get like eighty seven rushing yards with three touchdowns. I mean, it's just you can't stop him. I like Michael Pittman this week. Um, Rome, apparently you don't. <laughs> Explain yourself. I don't have a reason. <laughs> be honest with you. I, just, I Was he hurt? Did he have any kind of hurt By injury week. going into it? By week last week. So he wasn't on our, no, uh, no, 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 no. our stat sheet. Maybe. I don't know. I'm probably a little low. I'm like 65, but... Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're a little low to, at 65. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's really low. I think you may may have made a you're, calculation you're, here. You're like 40 spots too low on him. Or am I? I I'll, guess we'll find out come Saturday. Knows, you know, Bill Belichick's really good at shutting down the number one option. Although we all know on this he team, sure is. it's Jonathan Taylor. So, mm. it, I mean, th- this game would be stop Jonathan Taylor and try to have Carson Wentz beat you. This game might be like a funner than it seems like it's going to be to watch. Because like Jonathan Taylor versus Belichick defense seems pretty, pretty neat. And the way that New England's office is ki- offense is kind of starting to like a little bit make improvements steadily here. It should be interesting. Fun, fun note here by director Ross. You have Robbie Anderson ranked ahead of Michael Pittman. That's correct. Okay. Although, who knows? Fuck, for all I know, Michael Pittman, total goose egg. Because Jonathan Taylor is so productive that they don't need anything out of Michael Pittman. Uh-huh. But that's it. You you play Taylor, you play Pittman, and that's it on the... That's that's your analysis for the for the Colts. Moving Correct. on. Got five and eight Panthers taking on seven and six Bills. Buffalo favorite at minus ten and a half, over under at forty four and a half. What you play, Chubba Hubba, and DJ Moore? He's actually banged up coming into this game. I had a tough time ranking him because I he play he practiced limited today. They're saying he's kind of hurt, but I don't know. I, I think you still have to roll out with DJ Moore just purely because of volume play, and he's talented as all shit. You know it sucks. DJ Moore is one of those wide receivers. If he was on a team with a good quarterback, he'd be like with with the production that he's done with shit quarterback play. I mean, it's like if he played if he's on Green Bay or So are you saying he's like Brandon Cooks? No, Brandon Cooks has been quarterback proof un- 
until recently. Yeah, this is true. Until until like so he's not quite Brandon Cooks, but he's he's right there on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. My cat's attacking the door, and that sounded very scary from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know you you play Chubba Hubba. That's probably it. Cam, dude, fuck you, Cam Newton, man. You can't even hold the start. And ju- You're letting P.J. Walker beat you out, man. P.J. Walker's dope, man. No, he's a cool guy, but, like, the fact that Matt Rule's excited for Sam Darnold to come back, like, that's just how bad Cam Newton's been. <laughs> now I man. understand why no one fucking wanted yeah. Cam Newton. <laughs> yep. Everybody yeah. was on to something. Yeah. And everybody that's everybody that's in fantasy was like, "Yeah, put Cam Newton back somewhere." And now we're like, "Oh, wait a minute, we was wrong." Like, "Oh, you suck! I forgot. I, I'm sorry." Uh, other side of the ball, Josh Allen's gonna have a great game. I hate the Buffalo running backs. I really do. I I have the of uh, like Buffalo is probably the hardest running backfield to rank in my opinion in all of fantasy because. It was Zach Moss at the beginning of the year. Then it was Singletary. And now it's Burrito. But it might be Singletary again. And I just don't know what to do. I really don't. I mean, all three of those guys are talented. They're, you know, Singletary is like the the, the pass catching back. Moss is the bigger bodied guy. And Burrito is somewhere in the middle of those two guys. But they use all three of them. And they cannibalize each other's productivity to me they're a backfield that you would avoid if you can if you can't i i mean the way i ranked him you play singletary he he, see i agree i ranked him where you play brita just barely over singletary but i'd say don't like if you really can't if you really have to like you're probably not in the playoffs Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a good point if you're relying that's true if you're relying on a buffalo running back you're probably not listening to fantasy pl- podcasts anymore. <laughs> uh, you play Diggs. Gabe Davis, I think he's going to be a sneaky, you know, wide receiver three flex, maybe. Um, he's really been coming along, especially with, with Manny Sanders being hurt. I think Manny Sanders doesn't play this week. Um, I think he, I think he misses again this week. So Gabe Davis might be a sneaky play. Cole Beasley, you know, desperation, Wide receiver three flex, especially in PPR, half PPR formats. And then uh, I love Dawson Knox. I will always love Dawson Knox. His his afro is like what Rome's beard used to be. This glorious. This year's Bob Tunyon. That's true. So next year he's going to be dog shit. You, use, him, use him while you can because yeah. it's about over. But, hey, you ride that train. You ride it to the very end. All right, moving on. Three and ten Jets taking on the six and seven Miami Dolphins. Miami favorite at minus ten, over under forty two. Uh, the second hardest running backfield to rank than the Buffalo Bills is the New York Jets, especially now that Carter Coleman and uh, what's his tits Johnson are all healthy. Um, if I have to lean one way, it would probably be Michael Carter with a question mark. I'd agree. It depends, though, like how healthy is he really? Because what right. before he got hurt, he was really taking over that role and starting to be fantasy product relevant, you know, on his production. But how they use him coming back off the injury, we'll see. 
Yeah. And that's probably it. I don't really... If you can't... Don't play any Jets. <laughs> That'd be my fantasy advice. That's sound, sound advice. going to say it was great advice. Especially Miami's defense, you know, despite it looks like plus matchups on paper, they've been very good the last few weeks, kind of like the Kansas City defense. Like, they... You know, they're they're helping to, uh, you know, look look like a better quarterback out there because the defense is actually shutting people down. Yeah. Defense eight for fantasy overall, which yeah. I know fantasy doesn't really translate directly to the games, but it does say something. Exactly. Other side of the ball, I think you can play Tua if, you you know, two quarterback league, super flex league. You know, it's a good matchup. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if you're the Lamar Jackson manager and, and you need a pivot somewhere. You know, Jets are allowing 19.2 fantasy points to the quarterback. So, you know, might might be worth playing. Uh, now, their running backs is very complicated because Gaskin, Lindsey, both have COVID herpes. Malcolm Brown is still on the IR. Ahmed has COVID herpes. And they just signed Duke Johnson off the practice squad. And they have Jared Dokes from their practice squad. So, it's tough. Rome, I see you. That's doo-doo butter. All of it. <laughs> I hate, I don't like anything that you said. We'll leave it at that. Don't play any of those guys. I'll agree with that. Just avoid them. Um, hmm. I mean, if Miles Gaskins plays, you know, he's an RB2. But, I don't know. COVID herpes, man. I agree. I would, you know what, I will say this. Because they are playing the Jets, and the Jets... Give up the most fucking points to running back. So you know what I? But how can you fucking? Who do you choose? Dokes. That's what fish and that's what fish was talking about. I second that. I think that's. A hell I of think a play. if Malcolm Brown plays, and Gaskin is out, you could play Brown strictly off volume. I wouldn't uh-huh. expect the most out of him, but if he doesn't, like I'd rather Dokes than Johnson. But you're really rolling the dice because we haven't seen Dokes in an NFL game. So, yeah, I you know, I picked up Malcolm Brown. Put the in, blindfold on and throw the darts. I I picked up Malcolm Brown in a couple leagues, purely because I I agree with you, Fish. If if Gaskins is out and Brown can actually play, he's gonna be the guy because he he was on their active roster before he got hurt. Um, they were using him pretty early in the league. Um, I just don't know if he plays. And I only picked him up because I could just put him on. He was IR eligible, so he doesn't actually take up a roster spot. So, um, And I don't have any running backs on my team. All I have is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is all. He's the power stone in the Infinity Gauntlet. So, <sighs> But, yeah. Um, I love Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's an every week play. Uh, Devontae Parker. I actually ranked him outside the – I got him in my 30s just because I think because of the matchup and I heard he might play. Will Fuller's never going to play football ever again. Why are you guys so low on Mike Gusecki? What did I miss? Fuck that guy. He plays tight end. <laughs> I don't know. You guys That's both have him. You guys both have him at 23. I will a- say this. We both have him at 23. You have him at five. What's wrong with you? He's Mike Kazeki. You know, fuck, who else are you going to throw to? I honestly don't know why I did that. Yeah, so what's wrong with you, Rome? I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'd still have him like 
outside of tight end one, where I guess you could play him, I think. All right, fine. Especially in this matchup. Although I will say, it it, it is tough to trust Mike Gusecki because he's had like three or four bad games in a row. I'm just hoping it comes out good because, uh, again, I'm forced to play Gusecki. I'm either playing Mike Gusecki or Ricky Seals-Jones, and I don't like either of those. So... But hey, but right before the bye, you know, Gasecki went seven for forty six on eleven targets. So I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Got the nine and four Titans taking on the six, six and one Steelers. Tennessee favorite of minus one and a half, over under forty one and a half. They're you know what, man? These running backfields are getting tougher now. Um, yeah, fuck this. God. <laughs> Hilliard, Foreman, McNichols. Derek Henry, we miss just, you. Just start Henry anyways. <laughs> He'll probably he might score, have a chance for He'll score more. Damn, man. I don't know. I, I guess if you have to play a running back for them, my guess would be Hilliard. Um, I think he kind of got – although, God, Donta Foreman – Avoid this backfield if you can. Plus, yeah, just don't don't put yourself through that pain. Yeah, I you avoid him, and I think Hilliard or Foreman, you're just rolling the dice. You know. Yeah, like McNichols can be dropped in leagues, but kind of like you, Hilliard or Foreman, you're just kind of taking a gamble if one of them can fall into the end zone. But I don't. Know, I get the feeling this is going to be a low scoring game. Like, I mean, the implied point total is 41 and a half. That's probably about right. It, it, this game's going to be 15 to 18. It's going to all be field goals. Actually, that's a lie. I, on the other side of the ball, let's talk about the, the Steelers because I like the Steelers. Because with the Titans, you know, Julio Jones might be back, but I don't fully trust that. You know, Nick, Nick Ikeni, Westbrook, like, fuck that guy. Marcus Johnson, fuck that guy. I don't know, man. They're tight ends. Like, you're going to play Jeff Swaim, Anthony Ferkser. Like, fuck out of here. But other side of the ball, this is what I'm interested in. Najee Harris, top 10 play. Najee's great, man. I I, I feel I'm very sorry to you, Najee Harris, because all my shit talk in the preseason, you have proved me wrong. Rome, you were on the same team. You were in the same bus as me. We were both. I was. Yeah. I was. You proved me right. I was I was hating on him. I think it's gonna be a rough fucking week. I, I have him at five just off of volume play alone, but Tennessee doesn't fuck around against the run. They don't fuck around against the run. They do shut down the run. They are the number two fantasy defense against the running back, so yeah. But we all love Deontay Johnson. He's been outstanding. I mean, he he's the only reason why they have six wins in Pittsburgh. Like he's really been holding it down. Um I'm a little bit lower on Chase Claypool than you guys. I think the the stupid bullshit that Chase Claypool did when they're on the hurry-up offense and he's celebrating a first down and then he drops the football because one of the linemen ran over was like, hey, you fucking idiot, like we need to get on the fucking ball. And then he blamed it on the linemen and then blamed it on the ref. And it's like, what are you celebrating? A first? Like, See, this is like I, I'm all for celebrating, but at the same time, like, like it always cracks me up when, when – I remember what game I was watching, but a team was getting like blown out and they sack like the quarterback and they're celebrating. It's like, 
you're still down like 27 to seven. Like the fuck you celebrating? Like, I, I, I don't get it. And, and so like, like to me, Chase Claypool's awareness rating on Madden should be like a 10. Like there is no awareness in that. Like, how do you not, I don't fucking get it, but I, and I think, I actually think he gets punished for that. So I got him outside. I got him at 36. I mean, it's not much lower than you guys, but I just, I think big Ben's going to be like, fuck you, Claypool. <laughs> just, th- and then throw 19 times to Johnson. Deontay. Yeah, they could. The thing is, is like, they can't punish him and use Washington. Like he's, too much better than Washington. They can definitely make this the Deontay Johnson show, though. Yeah, or the Harris show. I mean, remember, was it week? Yeah, or both. Week Just one the or two of them. Yeah, like week one or two, Harris got 19 targets or some absurd thing like that. So, and then Fryermuth, dude, Fryermuth is, he's looking good. You play, I think you play Pat Fryermuth, and you guys agree with that too. So, uh-huh. it's going to be the Fryermuth, Harris, and Johnson show. That shit actually really did piss me off with Chase Claypool. And then, like, just seeing it all over Twitter and Instagram was just making me more mad because I was watching that game and I was like, what a fucking it. Because that wasted like 11 seconds. And then, right at the end, how they had two seconds left on, uh, and then they had like the incomplete pass or whatever. They could have had like two more plays on that 11 seconds that he fucking wasted. Yep. Yeah, there's, I get what you're saying, but there's, like, I don't think anybody, well, there's probably people out there that will say this, but, like, anybody reasonable, I don't think it is sitting here going, like, yeah, football players are just really smart people. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, they, they, there's players that, like, punch each other in the head and shit and get a 15-yard penalty in critical time. Like, that's just as stupid. But they, you know, so, I mean, you I always, get what you're saying, It, it always but. cracks me up when players punch guys in the helmet. It's like, the fuck are you doing, man? Like, you got to punch him in the dick. Yeah. You grab his dick and twist exactly. it. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving on. 2-11 and 11 Texans taking on the 2-11 and 11 Jaguars in a very disgusting game. Jacksonville's favorite at minus 3.5, over under at 39. So I guess for Jacksonville, you can start Cooks. I'm I'm sorry, for Houston, you start Cooks. Yep. Moving on. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> God almighty. Let's get out of here. You think it's Jacksonville. God, for, you for, still can't trust for them. For Jacksonville, can you play James Robinson? Like, do you trust that? Fuck. I don't know. No. It's I hate hard. him. I trust how good he is, but I don't trust I don't trust Urban, Urban Meyer. That's shit the mouth problem. Meyer. Yeah. yeah. And they brought a, they brought a, I read this today. They brought a running back in. Who the fuck was it? I don't remember who it was for like a you know tryout type of thing, and I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Like James Robinson is great, and Carlos Hyde fills the the backup change of pace type of role just fine. And then you have ETN. Like you're not gonna bring somebody in to make the playoffs. You're not even gonna so make like, the why playoffs. Are you even, that's what I'm saying. Like they don't need to like bring anybody in. They like what the fuck are you doing? I just feel bad for the James Robinson managers in fantasy because it's week one of the fantasy playoffs. And it's like, I don't think you can play James Robinson. You can't. I mean, it, it's it's he has top 12 upside, but with a coach that has oatmeal for brains, who's clearly just trying to get fired, which they, sh- they should have fired him weeks ago. There's that, Do you see the report that Josh Lambeau, when he was like stretching at practice, that Urban Meyer kicked him? 
I mean, listen. Some players deserve to get kicked. What was he doing <laughs> that made him get kicked? I mean, yeah, come on. Are you defending Urban Meyer? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I was a coach. All right. There are some assholes out there that need a good kicking sometimes. All I'm saying. Now, look, all jokes aside, I don't, I really fucking don't even believe this story. Like, it just seems to. Didn't he get cut? He's not on, he's not kicking there right now. I think he got hurt. We're talking about, I think he got hurt. We're talking about a guy. Oh, maybe Urban Meyer fucking hurt him. He kicked him so hard. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on this whole fucking thing. This whole narrative. Look, the narrative that he's a piece of shit coach for the NFL, that stands. But all this other shit, like, I don't give a fuck what the kicker has to say. Get out of here and go be nothing. You were kicking the ball. You're not on any team anymore, you hunk of shit. Get out of here. Fair enough. Although, but point being, James Robinson... God, because the problem is like, like, like this is the week you bench him and then he goes for, you know, 18 for 50 and a touchdown. And you're like, son of a bitch. But you know, if you bench him, he's going to get fucking 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But then again, but you have to bench him. <laughs> you have, you have to bench him this week. I just, it, it's fantasy playoffs. It's, it's winner go home and he, he could have a six for four again. So it, it's just, God, I don't know. I, I have James Robinson in, I think, one league this year. I'm out of the playoffs, but I think I'd play him against Houston and just fucking risk it. And just hopes he breaks one for a 45-yard touchdown? No, I just think that maybe because it's such a good matchup that they'll actually use him. And maybe because, you know, Trevor Lawrence fucking threw four interceptions again last week, they'll be like, okay, let's take it easy on Trevor Lawrence show here. I mean, like, I just don't get it because it's like – it's not like they have like a bunch of all-star receivers to throw the ball to. Like they should be just running the ball and barely passing it with a rookie quarterback, bunch of nobodies at receiver. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean you're I mean, not like last wrong. week he last week they played um, what Tennessee, so I can understand why you don't want to run the ball against Tennessee because most teams can't run the ball well against Tennessee. And the week before that it was the Rams. And then the three weeks prior to that, he had over 10 points for fantasy against Atlanta, San Francisco, and Indianapolis. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I'd still risk it. It's just so – it is risky, but I think I'd do it. I don't know. It's tough. I guess it depends who your other running back options are. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad. That's tough. That's very tough. But – I don't know. Contra- so just for just for reference, sorry, I'm looking back at when they played Houston before. It was week one. He had a projected 14.4 points. He scored 5.9. <laughs> he had five attempts for 25 yards. Maybe that's where we're going. That might be where we're headed. He also this had a fumble. True. Which he's been doing a lot lately. I don't yeah. know. I think if you're in the playoffs, you got to pivot. And I'm guessing because of the lack of production from Robinson for fantasy managers of him, you probably already have someone else that you've been playing all year. So just keep going that route. Right. Uh, Laquan right. Treadwell, you know, eight points the last two weeks in a row. Um, I don't know. Wide receiver, three, four, maybe a flex. That's probably it. 
I'm not in. God, this is a gross. G- Let's get out of this game. I'm done talking about. Well, this yeah, we got to get out of here. It was painful. We spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> we did. But that's because we hate Urban Meyer. We could have just like Brandon Cooks. Moving on. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Seven and six Bengals taking on the seven and six Broncos. Denver favorite minus two and a half over under 44. Joe Burrow fire him up this week. Uh, Joe Mixon's going to be outstanding. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you play them. That's probably it. You know, although Jamar Chase, I'm a lot lower on him than you guys. I just I, he had a decent week last week, but it's just it's been the the lack of production over an extended period of time that has me a little concerned with him. Um, I mean, you play. I mean, I'd have no issues playing him, obviously. Um. You know, absolutely monster last week, five for seventy-seven and two touchdowns, which was awesome. But my concern is just for one, two, three, four, five weeks in a row, he was okay. I mean, he wasn't great. Um, and my thing is Denver's passing defense. It's they're like middle of the pack, but you know they got Patrick Sertan. They got some decent players over there. So, um, uh, but you guys love him this week. You guys have him in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think that he was like on a little slump, pulled himself out of it. I mean, I don't know. You could be right. I, don't, I think where you have him is not implausible. Like, I, mean, I didn't like, like it's, it's totally realistic. I mean, I didn't totally bury him. I got him at twenty, so it's not like I'm like, oh fuck that guy. You know, yeah. it's it's just. I mean, you still start him. I'm just. I just say lower yeah. the expectation. I can see that too. I just I have a good feeling. I don't know, no rhyme or reason. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, that's the other side of the ball. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. I had a tough time ranking these guys just because Javante. We we've seen the, you know, it's just the problem is he still shares with Gordon. Gordon had twenty some carries last week, and that kind of fucked it up for him. But I think you can play both of these guys. It's it's actually a plus matchup for running backs, and I I, I think there's definitely a possibility that they both have great games. Um, and then I think you just avoid the pass catchers in Denver, <laughs> including Noah Font. I agree with I everything agree. that you yeah. said. Yeah. If you had to choose one pass catcher, would it still be Judy? Yeah, I think Judy's the safest yeah, of me them. Too. I think I'm starting him in our home league playoffs. Unfortunately. But I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers to be a Bronco is. next year. Dude, this offense, they're like and their defense is good too. They're they're a good quarterback they're an above average quarterback away from being a great team. I mean, where do you have Teddy Bridgewater? Obviously not there, but twenty five would you? <laughs> no, I mean Oh. In in the average above average I am below good. average. Like on a scale of one to ten, I'd say. He, I'd say he, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say on a scale of one to one to ten, he's like a five and a half. I was gonna say he's right, like average, but towards the bottom of it. Like he's shown flashes of being good, but he's not consistent. And he also, I don't know. I don't know if it's like his decision making or what, but like he does. He doesn't always like drive the ball down the field, and I know he's kind of been a little bit better about that this year. But yeah, but like I'd it, say he's right around, the, like, right like, around the middle. Like to me, Denver would be better off if they had Andy Dalton or Jared Goff or 
Well, not Andy Dalton. Come on now. Dude, I can't do anything. Uh, in... I, I think Dalton's not that um, bad. <laughs> Chicago would tell you otherwise. <laughs> that's because they that's because they had picked Justin Fields, so they have to. They they're like they have to use Justin Fields because Matt. Well, Nagy... they're gonna suck regard regardless. Yeah. But like, if think about it this way, if they have a quarterback who, <clears throat> like, how many game winning drives does Teddy Bridgewater have? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know either. No. And I'm not going to look it up because I'm too lazy. <laughs> but if they had a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who can make those game-winning drives, they're in games a lot, and they just can't get it done when it matters. And it, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers make a, a giant impact on any team, but even somebody who can like put together a solid drive when it matters, I don't feel like Teddy Bridgewater is doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, I'm just looking at his stats right now. He's got... It. He's number 17 quarterback on the year. He's got 404 attempts, 273 completions for about 3,000 yards, 18 touchdowns, and only seven interceptions. He's also been – he's ran for two touchdowns. I just feel like for fantasy purposes, at the very least, he's 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 average. He's above average. Right, he's right there for fantasy purposes, but that's running the ball a lot too. Well, not a lot. He doesn't actually run that much. I mean, but, he's got um, he's he's effect, he's effective when he does it because he he only has twenty seven right. attempts. Right. So and he's and he's been much better with hanging on to the ball. He doesn't seem to have as many turnovers as you've grown accustomed to over the years for him. He's got eight yeah. total. He's only had one lost fumble. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't know. Maybe there's something else going on that maybe it is the receivers and maybe they're just all overhyped. I think I think what Josh said Josh you said before, they're they're making him out to be the scapegoat so they can bring in Rogers. Get out of here, Teddy. Thanks for nothing. He's like, I was kinda good. And they're like, <laughs> Shut up. Kick fucking rocks. Aaron, get in here. Yeah. That's gotta be what's going on. Dude, even Ben Roethlisberger's old tree ass would be better on Denver because at least he hucks the ball. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I get you. Okay. Anyways, moving on. 10-3 and three Packers taking on 10-3 and three Green Bay, Denver, Aaron Roger Bronco taking on the 8-5 and five Baltimore Ravens. Green Bay favorite at minus 5.5 over under 43 and a half. Uh, you play, I don't know, Green Bay's pretty straightforward, too. You play Aaron. You play both Aaron's. I actually think you can still play A.J. Dillon. He's been still very much involved in this offense. You play Devontae, and that's it. You guys are a lot higher on MVS, but I read today that he's actually hurt. So I, I you don't play MVS. I did not know that. I wouldn't probably play him anyways. You can't play MVS. I played MVS, and it's painful. You don't do that to yourself. Yeah. I said this a couple weeks ago. He's a receiver that can't catch the football. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball is Lamar playing question mark. You know, Green Bay's defense is actually really good too. And it could be that I'm drawing a blank on his name, but there could be it's it might very well could be the backup quarterback next week. Um and that's not fun. Huntley. There you go. I couldn't think of his name. I thought it was Huntley, but I didn't want to I'm already, I already sound stupid a lot on this show, and I didn't want to sound even more stupid. So, <laughs> but I mean, if Lamar plays, he's a top ten play just because of the running upside. But if Huntley is in, then I'd lower everybody on this offense. But uh, 
Devonta Freeman is technically the starting running back. I don't really want to play him. Green Bay's been, only been allowing 16 points to the running back position. They're a tough running defense. Um, Hollywood Brown, I'm not interested in. You guys are. I'm not. And then, especially even if, if Huntley plays, that's just yucky. You guys are a lot higher on him than me. <laughs> Dude, he's the running like wide receiver, like, I don't know. Let me look. I think he's like, I want to say I looked earlier and he was like uh, the wide receiver 17 on the year. Yeah, 17 exactly he started off, 18 in PPR. He was putting up stupid numbers at the beginning of the year. He was the yeah, top. There's always that potential to continue to do that. I don't think it happens against Green Bay. Probably not. I mean, they're if they're susceptible anywhere, it's against the pass. True. That That is the only uh, non-red scoring they have is at the, against the wide receiver. But, I mean, I don't know. Hollywood Brown does have the potential to get behind a defender and, you know, put up 65 in a touchdown. But, I don't know. I, I look, I, I'd look elsewhere. But, I mean, if you have to play him, I, I get it. He's been carrying your team all year, so. And then you play Mark Andrews. Mark, dude, goddamn Mark Andrews has been great the last few weeks. I appreciate that from him. I like Mark Andrews. But, well, that's it for the AFC games. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Uh-uh. This has been a, nope. This has been a long show. We're gonna wrap it up here, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We love you. We appreciate you. Get us on the socials. Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter. Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. Send in your emails. I love you, King Josh Josh the King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>